presents Vampire the Masquerade Hellfire Nights Good evening everyone and welcome to the Barta College presents Hellfire Nights. I'm your storyteller, Raz, and I'm joined by several of the team tonight. And let me just go around and introduce them real quick. Uh, playing Dr. Horatio Jacko, we have Mike. How are you this evening, Mike? I am doing quite well, thank you. Excellent. And next to him is Simona Della Torre, one of the Toreadors who uh, is part of this chronicle. How are you tonight, Mel? I am well, thank you for asking. However, a bit concerned. We'll see how tonight's events play out. Yes, we will. I don't like <laughs> that, that. That makes me so happy. Uh, and also sit, joining us tonight is Paul playing the effervescent Ashenbrenner. How are you this evening, Paul? Ah! <laughs> there you go. So when, <laughs> when we left our team, uh, our cadre of vampires they were f leaving the uh the sewer system that brought them to one of the primogens or primogens lairs bartholomew of clam nosferatu they had encountered uh rennie who appeared to be um bloodbound or some servant to bartholomew and Tallulah, the very large very angry boar that stalks through the sewers of Victorian England. But they found, in their fleeing the scene, they found a map. And the map had quite clearly marked the havens of the Eleven Toreador left inside of London in 1886. The map was also fashioned and had arcane symbols and alchemical sigils next to different names of the haven. Uh, that were located and you know displayed on this map uh, indicating that there could be some very serious things happening uh, over the next several nights if not tonight in general it could have even been because it was by moon phase so the team became very concerned when they made their way out to the sewer there was a, a, a rowboat a dinghy left there attended by um, Christina Sumner's uh, one of her servants we'll say and he is dead lying in the boat and the team sees this and that's sort of where we left off so we're joined tonight by only three of the team christina sumner and evelyn wolf are going to be sort of jumping out for a second heading down into a different part of the city back towards evelyn's office but the tourists but they'll all get into the boat make their way to the mainland which is just navigating a series of open water it's part of the river the way the, the the shore bends and we'll pick up with everyone on the dock about to do their thing so gang how are we doing this are we sticking together uh, ash and brenner are you fleeing rapidly and uh with a lot of smoke down the road heading back to your haven what's the general consensus i mean what's closer uh elijah or or my work place the closest one i feel like yep yeah the closest one to this would be Probably Simona would be the closest, where she is currently staying in, you know, in in London. You would be the next closest. Elijah probably a little further out than that. 
Okay, and looking at this map, uh, can we actually discern uh, simply a day or an actual time at which these markings are lining up with our domiciles? Just the phase of the moon. So yours and Simona's um, seem to be drawn in a way that it's the moon itself is casting a line through her haven and sort of lining up on a, a slight angle into yours. So it looks like it's coming across from the top of the map where the moon phases have been drawn in. It looks like it's coming across yours. But each moon phase is several days, right? So could be tonight, yeah. could be tomorrow. Gotcha. Okay. Um, then, yeah, I, I, I say we go in order. Um, although, I would... I mean, yeah, I'm going to be nervous. I'm going to be anxious at, at, at your place. That's okay. I mean... I would be very happy to have both of you gentlemen accompany me to my home. Um, there we can get my sire, Bastian. He can be a good person to have along with us. I can dispatch um, my servant or my footman to go. Excellent idea. More rowing, less talking. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Jackal is just rowing the boat the entire time. Well, so the game is definitely afoot at this point, I'd say. When we do eventually get somewhere where I don't know how you're even able to see this map right now, but when we're in a better lit area, I, I too would very much like to uh, take a crack at this secret code you seem to have discovered. Yes, yes, we can do that when we get to my manor. I give instructions on how to get there, and we'll make our way. Evelyn and Christina um, are sitting in the boat trying to kill each other with their eyes. Evelyn is just her teeth are almost bared looking at the Tremere thinking somehow you're involved in this I know it and Christine is giving her a look back like avert your eyes or I'm going to slap you so it's it's this real edgy moment no one's really speaking but when the boat docks up and Dr. Horatio ties it off um, Evelyn moves very quickly um, leaving the three I'm, of you I'm sure they'll be quite fine yeah <laughs> leaving the three of you looking for a handsome in the middle of the evening down by the docks. Well, if the docks are on fire tomorrow, we know why. Um, <laughs> Simona is just trying to flag down anything to take them as quickly as possible. She has more than enough money on her to get them there fast. Yep. So two, three minutes, um, you finally move far enough away where there's, you know, hand a few carriages on the street or, you know, moving back and forth, even at this late hour, and you're able to procure one. And it's probably about a 15 to 20 minute ride for you out of this district. And that's by him moving at a good clip. Uh, so I'd the like three to, of you I'd are like just going to lean along. forward and, and give our give our guy just a, some 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 coins and say, make it eight minutes. Oh, OK, then Maybe put a little presence into that just so he knows that I'm not being jovial. No, no, no. He wouldn't think that at all. All right. So we're going to do a let's see what we got here. All right. So, yeah, he's able to control the carriage. Um, he goes, he's just, you just hear every 30 or 40 seconds, another crack of uh, the riding whip, uh, you know, with the long tongue just cracking over the heads of the horses. But he's able to, he's, he's an older gentleman, but he's got himself under, you know, the carriage under control. And he does make it in just over eight or nine minutes to the outskirts of, of the district where Simona lives. And... You're past. As he comes in, he has to rein in hard. Whoa! And you're... As a fire brigade uh, of horses takes off 
uh, down the street, the same street you were heading into. So he ro rolls up tight, Fire Brigade goes past, you start following it. For the Toreadors and even Dr. Jackal, you can smell the wood burning, the, the fire, it's fairly close. There's, you know, a glow off into the distance. Guy makes another hard left, he comes rolling down. Simona, you freeze in horror, it's your home. Simona jumps out of the carriage. She okay, it's moving. I don't care. I'm out. I am out of the carriage. I'm picking up my skirts and I'm running as quick as I can there. And I try to, um, I'm just like looking around to just see if I tried the door. Is the door blocked? Like is my... Is no, there's no fire? home. It's an erupted inferno. Your paintings, your home is on fire. Where's Bastion? You don't see him. I yell for him. I yell for my my servants. Obviously, I know them by name. I'm yes. Just, I'm just yelling out for anybody that's familiar. The carriage is already pulled up. Doctor Ashenbrenner, what do you want to do at this point? Uh, I'm going to hand him a couple more coins and and just hiss at him to stay. And I'm going to look on the horizon towards my home and see if I see any smoke or flames or anything. You see no other fire at this distance. Okay. All right. I guess I'll hop out and, and, and look around for a bit um, with Simona. I'm going through all of, because my home is completely gone. Uh, it's burning. Uh, all windows are already cracking and smashed. Um, they're trying to do a manual pump for water, but they don't carry a lot. The other brigades are joining them. It's a full-blown four-alarm fire at this point. Uh, but your home is in it. If they save it, it'll be lucky with only the foundation still intact. I mean, you're literally looking at your entire dream going up in smoke. Can I try to do like some sort of uh perception check to see if I see anybody who's maybe uh, I mean, obviously, any there are going to be gawkers around, but is there anybody there that looks like they're taking a little bit too much of an interest in the fire? Like, kind of admiring their handiwork. Go ahead and give me a perception roll. So that's going to be three dots, so it's 3d10s, right? Yep. Um, wow. If I've got a crit and two successes. Yes, you do. Well done. <laughs> yeah, that's that's excellent. Okay, off. Yeah, our, her house sits on a large corner of a street. Just this, you know, fairly large home. I wouldn't quite say a state. But it's big. Uh, it takes up what a normal brownstone, like four sections of a brownstone would be. It's a, it's a large home. Uh, and it's detached, which in England and London means prime real estate. But yeah, you see somebody at the corner, a young girl standing there watching the fire and just mesmerized by it. She's probably about 17, 18, dressed, you know, in semi-decent clothing. Nothing that you would be able to pull out of a crowd and go, oh. You know, that's her, the lady in red. No, it's not, she's just there with her handbag, kind of watching it burn. I am going to nudge Ashen Brenner since Simona seems to be inconsolable at the moment. Yeah, I, I say, Ashen Brenner, does, is it just me or does that young lass over there seem a little too invested in the goings on with this uh, travesty? I'm going to lock on, see if I can tell anything. Um... So that'd be perception plus auspex. For you? 
yeah. yeah. Well, your auspex, yes. So in this case, you would automatically have successes. So if you have an auspex rating of one, but a perception of three, just roll two more dice. You already have a success that can't be negated. I've got two auspex and four perception. Wow. So just roll two more dice. Okay. Two D10. So you have two successes in that one. Yeah. So your auspex level two does one thing, but if you're just scanning, you're basically firing your heightened senses really high. Um, oh no! So he he pointed her out. I am yeah. looking in that direction. I am harpooning at this. No, absolutely. Girl. Yep, yep. I got you. Okay. Uh, yeah, with her uh, at this distance, there's a crowd around her, so you're not sure if you're picking up her heartbeat, not her heartbeat. You'd have to get a little closer. But um, her color is pale, even in this orange, yellowish, you know, flimsy light being. Ca- I mean, the fire's glowing, obviously, but cast that sort of glow that fires do right where you really don't know a person's pallor or distinct color by firelight but she seems very pale okay i'll definitely start moving towards her with uh and kind of gesture at the at the doctor to stay close okay i I would like to also as stealthily as i can i don't know if this is where obfuscate obfuscate however you say that yep obfuscate yep but i would like to try and get as close to her as i can without her noticing Okay. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do, like, a little go-around gesture, yeah. Yeah, she's so involved at this point. Um, she's not even thinking anything. She's, like, just staring into the flames, you know, lost and abandoned. Uh, Simona, what are you doing as the gentlemen are moving closer? Um, I'm looking around for either somebody who looks like a fire chief or somebody that looks a little bit important and i want answers i want to know when they were called i want to know how long this has been burning i Mm -hmm. want to know if anybody has escaped from the fire or if there are people trapped inside okay so you one one man is are you know yelling and trying to coordinate he's got a very large his hat his helmet is white he's got the double um axes across the top he's in a long you know coat even for the type of time of year it's some sort of heavy uh, durable material like you know a very strong canvas that's been soaked uh, he's coordinating firemen they're taking hoses and trying to take the top fire out first hoping to you know not have the structure come crashing down uh, figuring if he can save parts of it you know, the way firefighters however they do probably the bottom makes more sense but he's firing water all left and right and uh, you hear the bells coming of another another team as they you know side up and um, you go over to him, and do you tap him, yell at him? What are you trying to? How are you getting his attention? Um, I approach him and I tap on his shoulder, and I just go, "Excuse me, sir, this is my home. Can you please tell me what's happening here?" I'm sorry, madam. You're gonna have to step back, please, please. I'm not stepping back. This is my home. You're going to tell me what's happening right now, madam. If you want me to save what's left of your home, you please, uh, t- Simon, come over here and take this lady out of here. It's no place for, ma'am. Please, you, you're you're only going to get underfoot. Don't touch me. Has anybody escaped? My escaped? My no, not that I'm aware of, madam. No, I'm sorry. I don't think anybody's gotten out. I'm I'm so terribly sorry. Please, Mike, get that fire on the other. Get the water on that other side. Let's go. Useless. Okay. Yeah, he's in a frantic state. You can hit him with presence and calm him down. I don't have presence. You can do not do that and let him panic. That's good too. <laughs> <laughs> I only have Auspex. <laughs> oh, you see um, he's really freaking like oh, he's yeah. at a full well, blown. Well he's not alone, so I I wanna stay and I wanna I wanna help. But I don't know if I should just go right to Elijah because he might be 
in danger too. Maybe that's where Bastion is too. But okay, um, fire and vampires suck. Very few like it, and a lot can go into Rotskrek or Primal Fear near a blaze too closely. So helping, not sure where you're gonna be able to help. I know, but that's why. However, you know, your sire is in there, suppose or could be. So you would probably have this need to want to find that out. You can um you can try to talk to some of the people in the crowd. You know, children tend to gather quickly. Even at this time of night, if a kid sees a fire in, in old Victorian England, half of them are gonna jump out their windows or Mom, Mom, there's a fire and they go running. That's like T V, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. oh it's a massive yeah, it's you know, <laughs> It's okay, the only thing that gets them running quicker is a hanging. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Public hanging. I mean, dude. Hang a man, set him on fire. Shit, that's sweeps week. <laughs> sweeps week. It's, it's, like the Victorian, uh, it's like the Victorian version of Shark Week. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so you can talk to the people in the crowd. You want to do that and head over. and You, you see Ashenbrenner and, and Dr. Horatio making their way off to the left. There, again, there's people gathered all over the place. You can choose to go to the right or follow them. Um, I will go, I'll go more towards them, but I'm basically looking for anybody, probably not a man. I'm going to look for like maybe a nicer looking woman because I feel like a man's going to brush me right off. Hmm, interesting. Okay. So let me go. I just go up to somebody and I go, excuse me, can you tell me what's happened here? Do you have there's, any idea? There's been a fire. How astute of you. Um, Can you please tell me? You know how long the fire's been going on? Oh, crikey. Um, it's probably been going on about 35, 40 minutes by now. Burning. Oh, we could smell it down the road. We, we were, uh, my husband was one of the ones that actually started screaming and, and blew an old war whistle he had. And uh, all of a sudden the brigade was notified. But yeah, no, it's been going for a while. Shame it was such a pretty house. Although never really saw the neighbors much. They kind of kept to themselves. I bet they had a good reason. Um, did you, well, did you see anybody leave the house? I... No, my Davey, he's been here for the whole... David! She screams and this little boy comes running over. And uh, she's like, now you tell this nice lady here, did anybody come out of that burning inferno? Anybody ever tackle out of there? He looks at her and says, no. And kind of tries to wander off and she's grabs him sort of by the short hairs up by his ear. And she's like, no, what? No, milady, and he, she lets him go. He's such a scruff. Children, what are you going to do with them? Uh, thank you, ma'am. Have a pleasant evening. And she hurries off. She's look. She's looking for the doctor and Ashenbrenner. Okay. Well, they get to uh, the young lady who's been infatuated with the flames. Is the only way you can put it. First. Um. So yeah, this blonde woman, about five foot three, very hair, very well done, a uh, small hat on her head dressed more for like an afternoon jaunt than perhaps an evening. She has no sh wrap off or shawl. Even in the summers, uh, London can get cool in the evenings because of the wind coming off of the Thames. But she seems to just be dressed sort of like in day attire. But she's standing there and other people are kind of around her. Uh, but, you know, she's totally engrossed. Can I tell if she is human or perhaps more human than human? <laughs> she, as you get close, Ashenbrenner, you immediately recognize she does not have her own heartbeat. You're able to sort of signal that out. 
Gotcha. Okay. I guess I'd like to kind of sidle up to her and, and lean in and, and ask uh, if, if she knows anything about this uh, conflagration that she's so enamored of. And doctor, are you on the other side of her? Are you trying to do the, vi- the you know, the pincer move or? Uh, yeah, I was going to say Horatio is just going to appear like Jason Voorhees out of nowhere next to her. and At your size. Yeah. Doc- doctor's a yeah. big man. <laughs> she's going to feel like she's at the bottom of a well. Um, I was say, you said she's five three. I think both of us are at least a foot taller than her. Oh yeah, yeah. big guys. Yeah. So she looks over at at you, Ashenbrenner, and she's like, "It's the house of the Delatory lady, burning to the ground." Yes. Do you know who did this and why, and who did this and why? She looks up at you. Her face changes. Her hair mm-hmm. goes black. Uh, her eyes become far more intense. Her face takes on a slightly more angular sort of visage to you. And she says, how would I know that? I wasn't here when it started. She looks over at the doctor. You're like, hmm. You know, yeah, Why she looks not? different. <laughs> <laughs> and do I recognize her? I, I don't know how big or small the vampire community is. Vampire community is that right now there's just about a hundred kindred recognized by the Camarilla inside the city of London itself. Um, okay. You probably, with right now, you do not recognize her because okay. she's changing her appearance on you. Um, Why I recognize oh, so- her? Because it sounds like kind of Malkavian. Uh, you, again, if she constantly is appearing differently, the way so she looks recognize- at the moment, you don't recognize okay. her. So I don't okay. recognize either of the faces. The not often, no. The blonde girl or the more angular, okay. No, not yet. Huh. Um, right, so you said she looks up at me? Mm-hmm. She just looks up at you and kind of gives oh, you a okay. look over. Yes, hello, dear. Uh, it's a very interesting trick of the light that I, I thought you were blonde just a moment ago. Do you prefer blondes? She goes blonde again with the same angular face. Oh, it's amazing. I, I must uh, get the name of your hairdresser. That's quite the little uh, thing you've got going on there. Uh, now, I, I, I was wondering uh, if uh, you've been here for a little while or if you happen to be just another one of these uh, straggling looky-loos. I was, I've been here almost since it started. Sensed it oh. was going to go off, but unfortunately I was quite a ways away when I picked it up. So the fire had already smoldered and begun by the time I walked in. So, so you had a feeling that this was going to happen? You can call it that. She looks over to you, Ashen Brenner. Simona, you're now walking through the crowd. You know, you're almost to them. Hmm. I'd like to read her aura. See if, uh, see if this is all truthful. Or if it's just happenstance that she sensed it and then walked by. Okay. Um, you do your auspics to get a read of her aura. Her aura is flashing color but it all when you're able to weed through this blazing light that keeps almost like neon radiating and pulsing uh you believe she's convinced that she did have a premonition it was going to go off and that she got here just after it happened Hmm. tell me dear did your premonition give you any other hints or tips her old man's still inside Simona, that's when you walk up and overhear that. 
And who are you? How do you know this? I know because I know. I see things. No. That's great. I'm so happy that you see things. Well, how do you see that he is still inside? Are you sure? She leans right into you, Simona. And you literally can feel something wrong as she says, Didn't you hear him scream? Do you know where inside by any chance? Ask her. She knows where she keeps his box. Mona, I don't know why she's talking about a box. This is no time for bric-a-brac, but if any information... I have already turned around and I am making a beeline for the house. Uh, well, he, uh, Horatio is chasing after and make a willpower check for me, Mel, for Simone. Eye on uh, our friend. Yep. Okay. How do I yeah. make a willpower check? Do I just roll? Roll however five? many willpower you have, whatever that number is. That's how many dice you need. That's a D10, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's a D10 in this system, okay. except for damage on certain weapons. But we'll get into that if we need it. All right. I'll send you a picture after I finish rolling. I don't care about the picture. I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have... Um, I've got a critical failure. I have two successes and one critical success. Okay, so you, ne- you netted a, crit- a positive, two positive with one critical. So out of the... F- your willpower is holding on. Like, you want to run in, but you're just... Instead, you just start screaming his name, right? You just start calling out to your sire... Um, you know, over and over again. And uh, more glass pops. Part of the, you know, look out, look out. The southern part of the back corner of the house starts to give way and collapse. You recognize that there is no way you would survive. And um, Doctor, you were following her, right? You were trying to keep keep up with yes. her? Okay, yeah. He, her, You feel your someone's put their hands on you, Simona. They're, they're holding you back. Um, the fire brigade is yelling, Sir, get her away from there, please! Please get her back! Ash, what are you doing? I'm gonna ask Simona if she can even, you know, hear me at this point. Uh, is there any other way in or out? Okay, so you follow as well. You leave the girl behind, because she ran towards the house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's so hard on Ash and Brenner some days, isn't it? These <laughs> these little moral quandaries. <laughs> and I'm just I'm constantly keeping my eyes on the horizon, uh, and and to see if our coach is still waiting and if I can get to him or if he's been hemmed in by the crowd. But well, I'm, actually, that's what's keeping yeah. him there. He can't get pull, he can't pull away. Uh, but so yeah, can't leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Awesome. Well, no, I'm saying like so that means he's totally useless to me now. Oh. No, if 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 he starts whacking the whip and you, at your size, if you started screaming, move the hell out of my way, people would move. Oh, even me, with how upset I am right now, I could get a crowd to move. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so I'll I'll ask her. I'll I'll kind of come in and ask if uh, if there's any other way in or out. Just the basement. Just cellar door, but that's it. It's around back. I have no idea if it's even. If any debris has fallen on it, he should be out by now. I don't know what's keeping him. I don't know if any of my servants are out. Let's find out. Let's Simona, go to the where, back door. If the back door is inaccessible, we have to get out of here. We have. Where to is this box that uh, the crazy lady with the fancy hair was talking about? 
A box Doctor, is I promise I'll back. show you post haste, and then I'm going to start making my way around to the basement and kind of tugging on them a little bit. Oh, no, I'm I'm asking this while we're while we're moving. Our boxes are in the basement side by side. He should be there. I am. Uh, if if there are any buckets of water that are not currently being chucked at the house, I definitely want to grab one of those and dump it over myself as we're running. So you uh you snag one out of the hand of a woman who's in a part of a ch- uh, you know a pail line, a bucket line, just trying to throw water on this fire, and you give I'm. I'm gonna play this for you if it's okay, Doctor. Can can I have you palm her face <laughs> as you grab the button? <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but he has to apologize as he does it. He right. Okay. To... Of course. I'm, I'm so... Excuse me. Pardon me. I'm so sorry. Dumping yeah. the water on his head. And she's like, "Hi," but yeah, you're you're now thoroughly soaked in your attire, and you, you guys make it away around the back of the building, and there's a. A manicured lawn it's not massive because again it's inner city but you there's this small plot of land furniture out back obviously they've you know for entertaining in the evenings and patio doors and and what looks to be like the old bunco doors the kind that go down into a basement off on the other side of the house just around the back corner you see those as well but they're wooden and there's a padlock on it and the fire's raging above it from the windows but right now, the, the basement door seems to be intact. I would like to first place my hand on the door to see if it feels warm, because I assume they knew about backdrafts in Victorian England. Oh, I'm sure they did. It does not feel warm. I, I would like to stomp right? through the door. Or that could work as well. Okay. Um, you can't burn blood in order to make yourself any stronger. So what is Horatio's strength? He has uh, three strength. Okay. So what we're going to do is there's obviously no roll to hit. You're going to be able to do that. Go ahead and give me the three dice and tell me how many successes you have. And is anybody helping him with the door? Remember, vampires can bump up with burning blood. You can bump up your strength and other stats so that you can do a lot more physical damage. Strength is damage. I was was literally going to lean in and just kind of twist the lock off or just, you know, pull the actual hinges off or something. Okay, so as jamming her heeled shoe down onto the lock. Alright, so with all of you doing those type of things, uh, Jackal, you got no success. So you hit it with a with a solid thump of your hand and like, <laughs> very thick. Very very sturdy. Right. This must be <laughs> a Yorkshire oak. Yeah. So, Paul, what's uh, what's Ashenbrenner's strength? Um, I'd probably, I'd drop uh, two points into it, so making it four strength. Okay. Go ahead. At four strength, you can potentially pull the lock off. Give me a. Go ahead and give me a roll. Okay. Four, ten. Okay. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's yeah, garbage. Yeah, the lock is maybe, maybe not. I burned my hand. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, you didn't. the The lock isn't. It's. It's. There's heat radiating, but it's not. It doesn't feel like the basement is pu- fully on fire. Mate, where it hasn't collapsed down and the heat's escaping this way. Uh, all the heat's going out from the windows above, but that door is firmly closed. Uh, Simona, with if you want to knock your strength up and and r- ravage at the door, go ahead and let me know. Okay, so my strength. Compliments to your craftsman. <laughs> it's quite a, quite well made. Uh, quite unfortunate at the moment, but very well made door. 
Yes, I have to admit, Bastion's spared no expense, but right now, if we get him out of here, I'm going to kill him for choosing such a sturdy wood. I'm going, so my strength is two. I'm going to burn three blood points to make it five. Okay, so go ahead and roll it. <laughs> Please don't mess this up. This is so embarrassing already. <laughs> I'm waiting on. for us to I'm find a key vampire. right next to the door. No. Okay. <laughs> You're good. There's a sense of urgency. Under the I got, gnome. I got three successes. That's so enough. Alright, you don't go through the lock. The lock would have taken all four. It would. Ha you had to crank, you know, literally twist it. But what you do is you're able to go to the, like, Ashermetter was thinking possibly on the, the hinge side. And when you put yeah. your hands in, you give a look left and right, Simona. And then you you just yank one of the panels back, uh, exposing, you know, the one side of, of the basement. The second you do that, smoke does billow out. And the air, but, you know, the only one coughing is Dr. Jackal. It's glowing. Put my hanky on my face. Yep, it's glowing down below. But you're not, sh you don't feel a, a super intense heat. So you're thinking that the fire must be still upper levels and not down into this area. Okay. And so I race down first. Willpower. My, okay. Okay, I have two successes. Two. Okay. You are highly uncomfortable. This is fire. This is final death. You get to the stairs. You're, you look up. You can see the rolling uh, wave coming across the, the ceiling where the floorboards are starting. The, the plaster has cracked from the heat and dropped down. You can see the, just the, the flames starting to lick and chew through the, the thick wooden floor above you. And it's taking everything in your, you know, in your body to, to even take another step in. Uh, gentlemen, are you following her down? Uh, seeing Simona having such an adverse reaction to the fire, which Horatio thinks is an entirely understandable. Yeah, uh, do not, do not worry, my dear. I shall go and retrieve your your father. Uh, you wait here. This is much too dangerous for a young lady such as yourself. Okay. Do I fight him on that, or because my willpower roll was so? Low, if it I was anybody else but your sire, I would say you want to vacate the building. This is not comfortable, but because every kindred is connected to their sire and their creator, you feel a need to try. So you you tentatively follow Horatio in. Ashenbrenner, are you going to also try to follow, or are you just going to hang um, back at the stairs? I'll you know what I'll see how my willpower does. Uh, if I can do it, then I'll then I will I will help. And if I if I fail then I'm also going to... It's gnawing at me that I need to get the fuck back to my studio. Okay. Um, let me let me roll some dice. All right. Um, let the fates decide. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Because right now it's like it is literally up in the air. Uh, okay. Ten. And get a bunch of ones, right, guys? So okay, you came so up with no successes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to grip my teeth and... Um, Simona, I'm very sorry, but uh, I, I need to go. I will meet you at Elijah's, and then I will uh, be as celeritous as I can. Actually, no, because then everybody can see me. I'm going to hurry as fast as I can, as fast as humanly possible, wink, wink, right. uh, back to my carriage. Okay. <laughs> um, 
do I see this happen or am I already so far in that I... So you're about fi- 10 or 15 feet into the basement. Jackal is about 10 feet ahead of you and you yeah, hear... I'll, I'll yell at that. Yeah, you hear okay. Ashen Benner just scream out, Simona, I- I'm sorry. You know, I-, I I have to go. I'll meet you at Elijah's. And I you... go back. Go, go. Save what you need. And I continue Ooh, going the map real quick. You do. I do. Okay, beautiful. That is okay, convenient. Cool. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, yeah. <laughs> Because I can't go down there. Okay, cool. All right. Um, I will get back to my cab driver, and I'll lean forward, and I'll hold out some more coins, and I'll say, this isn't about money. If you don't get me to my destination within 10 minutes, I'm going to kill you. Oh. And then I'll tell him where to go. All right. Hold on a moment. Yeah. Uh, I'm not fucking around anymore. No, no, please. I didn't think you were. <laughs> uh, let that be Let that be completely known. So what you've done is you've backed him off the front of the top of the carriage. He's sort of trying to climb down, like, get away from me. You're scaring me. Uh, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) No, that's okay. I'm going to grab the reins and start whipping the shit out of the horses so we can get the fuck out. Okay, so a few people are bumped. A couple children are knocked violently aside as the horses take the whip. Uh, on the tip more, of their ear. More. Yeah, that's right. You know how to make more. Always more children. You'll figure it out, you goddamn gerbils. And then... Crunch all you want, I'll make more. Nice. Uh, yeah. So the carriage bolts away in the, in, in the night. Dr. Jackal, you're the first one. You, you you come in through the corner. The basement has... It's, it's an older house, but it is still larger. It's not just a single room. Uh, there are several rooms, a small wine uh, area where it keeps the wine, you know, cooler. Uh, right now it's warming up, but you make your way through the first room. You, you, you know, you kind of push this old door off to the side and you feel a lot of weight on the door. It's heavier than it should be. And you push it over and you hear a thud. Uh, what, what thudded? And I uh, pushed open the door. Uh, it felt like the door. So I pushed the door and it just like fell over no it ro- it went on its hinges and as it went to strike the wall because as you pushed it you felt like it had a hell of a lot more heft and then you okay. pushed it and as you let it go to swing open it didn't make a sharp rap it went oh interesting i'm i'm having a hard time picturing what you're saying so the door um, on its hinges as you pushed it 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 it, it, it started to move but it moved okay. with a lot more weight so like there was a, something on the other side of it. Or? Correct, something hanging on it, something it blocking its motion, like uh, you know, okay. blocking its path. And then when you finally got it all the way open, instead of crashing into a wall where the hinges would meet the wall, coming all the way around, you heard a thud. Uh, I would like to go in and and kind of look around to see what what was blocking mm-hmm. the door. So Simona, you're you're at the the, the door looking in. There's so much smoke in here, it's hard to see more than about five or ten feet. You see Dr. Jackal pull the door back, and Dr. Jackal, the young servant girl who attends the Delatores during the day and is the housekeeper, has been nailed by her face through her two eyes to the door. She's hanging from it. That is not good i let's keep looking i I don't think this one's going to make it simona i'm very very sorry but we must keep looking for any potential survivors and call call out and i'm trying to keep 
my head low below whatever smoke level might already be in the basement. Okay. Yeah, because as a human, you're having it tough. That's uh, it's a lot of smoke for you. It's a lot of it's it's pretty intense heat. Right now, you're probably in a better state than Simona is, but yeah, you're definitely feeling the effects of uh of like what's soaking going on. my clothes with the water help at all oh absolutely i mean the problem and here's something for people that are non-firefighters a lot of people think like wetting yourself is a, is a good thing it is for ambient heat however anything wet steams and burns so oh, never go now. into a shower or a tub in a fire because the water pipes will heat and kill you this, the water Excellent. will get super hot and literally Mental burn you left. Yeah. For real. Yeah. You think, oh my God, I if I'm pinned. smarter than my character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, for uh, if you're moving through things um, and you're just getting the ambient heat, it's not bad. But the second it gets on, it just starts to smoke and, you know, heat up and steam and you'll kill you. Wow. Um, so, Doctor, what's your stamina? Stamina is three. Okay. Could you just give me a roll on that, please? Oh boy, I've yeah, not been doing great with the rolls when they actually matter. I can find the weird little shapeshifty girl, but fingers crossed for you. That's okay. Uh, you still got a success. I don't know, is that good or bad? Okay. No, you still got a success. So you're, <laughs> you know, your lungs are filling, you're you're coughing, your eyes are starting to water, but you're still able to press on. You you didn't have to retreat and say, "I'm sorry, Simona, I can't do it." So Simona, you see this as he pulls the thing back. He's like, "Uh oh." And yeah, long almost, I'm not going to say railroad spikes for the thickness, but it, the length of about 10 to 11 inches have been driven through both of her eyes as she's been pinned to this door. You, you turn and look and you see several other servants, um, one of them literally with a spade smashed through his skull that sunk into the, the soft earth of this uh, basement floor, which is just like, packed earth it's not really a finished floor on this part uh the spade is just smashed right through it with great force another you know person that was a gardener or something that lived on you know in the house during the day and helped keep you and uh your sire safe has been just eviscerated shredded his whole center of his chest crushed and and then torn open this doesn't look good i mean you know you're sitting here like this is the worst thing from nightmare in the 350 400 years that you've been alive you can only remember one or two nights ever where you've been in this kind of panic and fear so you make it to the main body of the of the basement that would sit under the the the, the bulk of the house where your boxes normally would be and both of them have been smashed to pieces and there is no sign anywhere of your sire I'm calling for him. I don't hear him. Can I use my auspects to see if I can just sense him here? Okay. Go ahead and give me a roll. All right. So would I have to roll three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Doctor, could you make me a dex check while we're doing this? Uh... Wow. I got, I got a critical failure a critical success and a regular success. So you still have one regular success? Yes. The smell I a crit success and a regular success. Yep, so you got two. Doctor, you dodge um, the first piece, piece of debris, heavy firing, smoldering debris, 
one of the beams crashes about two feet from you and you're able to get away. You know, you, you inadvertently hear yourself crying out for Lady Delatore to move quick. You know, we've got to get out of here. It's, this is coming down. They're not going to stop this house from going. You don't realize that above you is somewhere between 20 and 30 masterpieces that have taken them four and a half centuries to recollect that Simona has painted since her infancy as a, as an artist back with the, um, the de' Medici family. She is just so absolutely upset. Simona, you smell your sire's blood. You, you absolutely pick up the scent and you run over to what's left of his box and you see ash. Simona just starts screaming. There is just, she's screaming. She doesn't want to move at this point. She doesn't care. She's so upset. She basically, all of her servants are gone. Servants that have been with her since they came here. She's watched them grow up. Some were children of the past servants that she had. Her life's work. She has some paintings that are sprinkled around at other houses that she has across Europe. This is where the main, her main work was stored. She yep. has works upstairs that she was working on, and now her sire, who has, she has been with for 350 years, is now gone. She's She just falls to her knees, and she is just screaming. Doctor, you see despair that you've only ever seen in the heart of a mother losing a child, you know, days after its birth, when it you know thought she thought it was securely had a hold on its life in this in this mortal earth with this you know a mother child for two three four weeks and then to see it just in you know unfortunately die suddenly um this is the kind of despair you're seeing from your companion and she's just drops to her knees and the fire's raging all around you and it's starting to get serious and she doesn't appear like she's going to want to leave uh at this point i think of especially with everything's starting to actually collapse around yep. them uh horatio will have probably thrown the the delicacies out the window he's just gonna try and pick her up and carry her out at the same time is, i'm sorry simona but we have to go it is not safe anymore before we go is this is there like any piece of jewelry or like he wears rings is there anything left of him in the box like just you go through the ash there just any like ring or whatever that i could take just to kind of bring to elijah and be like he's gone everything of mine is gone his pinky ring with his initial on it is there i grab it before um you know simona just kind of lets dr jackal like just pick her up and take her away she's she's not fighting to stay but she's just very apathetic she is just so upset she just can't bring herself to really do anything the cook and her young son who was a scullery boy who did a lot of running back and forth for groceries and taking care of the milk you know the milkman's route and doing little odd jobs around the house that you know she had had lost her husband a few years ago and joined your staff the two of them are on the stairs uh she's almost looks as if she was trying to shield him but both of their throats have been ripped out the stairs are soaked in dried blood from the heat and the woman, near her hand, 
she's clutching a cross. It appears as if she attempted at some point to either hold it up or beg for God for, for mercy from that whatever did, you know, whoever was responsible for this much carnage. There's no doubt in your mind now, seeing that image, seeing the violence, seeing the the body pinned, you know, and her, her clothes torn, the young, the young girl who was the housekeeper, her, you know, her clothes have been torn and she's been nailed to the door. All this says only one thing to you, and that's Kindred. It's vampire. This is, this is a, an attack of hate. And you know damn well that as you're picked up by Dr. Jackal, he's dragging you away from the scene. Oh, no, she, she is being carried like a delicate little baby. Oh, is that right? Even in the yeah. fire? Okay, when you said all delicacies were out the door, I thought this was a, a <laughs> oh, potato he, sack. No, he's, he's not. Excuse me, but would you mind if terribly if I pick you up and we leave? No, he just comes over and scoops her up and starts okay. barreling through the basement. I thought this was ass and, like, you know, ass by ear. <laughs> it's just running through the door. Picking up a non-familial female uh, without asking permission first is... Oh, yeah, that's oh, like that's premarital coitus. Proper. Just, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so you honeymoon carry very gently and <laughs> Simona out through the through the flaming <laughs> through the flaming wreckage of the the building that is now with great haste coming down. I mean, it's pieces are falling everywhere, uh, and you make your way up the stairs. You are you you violently wretch. You start throwing up. The smoke was just getting too much for your human body. You know, you you were able to hold on for so long, incredibly bravely. But at the end, you plop her down almost unceremoniously on her ass and just start violently throwing up. Uh, a fire brigade has now been dispatched to the back. They're actually hitting it with hoses, but you see some of the other ones as, as you make your way, hacking and coughing in toward, you know, away from the fire to get to safety. A lot of the firemen are already starting to step back. Like, the, the guy coordinating is just like, it's going. Just let it go. There's no salv salvaging what's, what happened here. Do I see um, if I if I still have enough wits about me? Do I see the uh, either of the forms of the uh, woman who was looking at the fire earlier? No, she's, she's not there. You don't sense that she's there. I mean, a quick cursory look as a you know with your human senses, you you don't see her. Okay. I sort of Simona is now like coming back. You know, she had a moment where she was just very just inked out um but now she sort of like gets down she sees that the doctor and her savior too he brought her out of there without him she would still be in there so she kind of gets down she like puts like a hand on her back and it's just like thank you thank you and as soon as as soon as you're up and ready we have to go we have to find elijah i don't know if this has happened to anybody else or if he's next but we have to go find them. Yeah, yes, well, <clears throat> yes, let's find us a handsome at least. Um, I don't know how much running I have in me at the moment. Um, I help him, like, get up and I support him. I know he's probably like, no, no, please. Yes, anyway, it's I'm quite, quite alright. Yes, I got this. Let's, let's go. Um, okay. I go flag down a handsome and even handsomely to uh, bring us to Elijah. Okay. As quickly as so possible. to get one within a block is going to be impossible. You push your way through the crowd. It takes a few moments uh, because now the fire is just so, such a, as described earlier by uh, 
you know, when Paul said conflagration, that's literally what it's become. This is people staying now are literally there for the glory of the fall of the building. This, you know, home that had been here for a hundred years or more, just falling in upon itself, collapsing uh, the memories of children that had, you know, walked past here, lovers who had held, held hands coming up and down this avenue. Uh, people just in their mind remembering the you know the families that predated you because you've only been in England you know for a period of time and this house has been purchased by you maybe 30 40 years ago uh, we've been here for about 50 years yeah th but this house itself like you've moved once or twice because your collections have gotten bigger and he, he was able to you know garner more and more coin from the things that you had done in the investments so all in all that the memories are there and people kind of just watch to see the end to say they were there that night. But you do find a cab a couple blocks away that's able to, you know, get you on the way and, and head off for Elijah. Ashenbrenner, you've cut a swath through the evening of London with, yeah. with pretty with pretty good haste. You've um you've made it to your to your haven in almost half the time it normally would take, even with a, a fairly brisk cab ride. And I saved a couple coins. Yes, you did, and stole and a cab of the park. Well, for a for a time, they are they are licensed by this point with the you know the driver oh, okay. and the and the coach. But if you pulled that off and hit it somewhere, I'm sure you'd be okay. But you 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 arrive at yeah. So um, you know how there's you'll be walking on the streets and you'll just see kind of a just a grate like a door that's just bars and you never really pay attention to it. It's very skinny kind of uh, lined with stones. Um, if you go through that and down a bunch of really badly lit, wet, disgusting, smelly stone steps, eventually it opens out into just a huge circular chamber. And that's where I, I do my thing. There is a drain in the floor for fluids, but other than that, it's, it's not fancy. Um, yeah, it's just a big underground stone cistern, basically. All right, that sounds perfect. Uh, yeah, okay. so you approach it, you make your way uh, in towards, you know, it, you said it's barred by a gate? Yeah, so it, it's a gate and, you know, I can, I, I, I have the key with me. And I'm also, I'm, I'm uh, perceiving and alert and I'm, I'm checking my, my surroundings as hard as I can. Okay, so go ahead and give uh, me a roll on that. Sure. Yeah, so is that what, perception and alertness? Uh, but remember, whatever that number comes out for you, if yeah. your auspex is a two, correct? Yes. So roll two less dice. You automatically have two successes that can't uh, be negated. Yes. Okay, cool. All right. So yep. that is four D10. Okay. D10. That's what I'm talking about. That's no, three that's successes. That's, that's, okay. yeah, that's high. Uh, if there's somebody here hidden, they're at a master stealth level. Uh, you you would you know it would have to be a much older you know Malkav or Nosferat or other clan that resemble that had that ability to completely disappear from view. But you've picked up even on Rennie in the Primogen's lair. You know that kind of even you saw the shadows. So you're thinking, yeah, I I should be pretty safe at this point. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm just super duper alert and uh you know keyed up right now okay 
So, so make you yep. I'm gonna open that up and get down there. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. So yeah, you open the door. Uh, you make your way down in, and everything appears to be in order. Uh, tools where you left them. That's and you know different uh, concoctions boiling and bubbling on a low flame. Yes. People in the in their small boxed cages. Whatever, however you have them aligned up, the sketches as we called them in the last show. Uh, all yeah. everything appears to be normal. Okay. I'm just nervous right now. Um, okay, how far away am I from Elijah on the uh, on the, the map? Mm. I guess, so, I'm sorry, there was Simona's and then mine, and the next was Elijah's, or Cor what was after my after Yeah, Elijah would have been the next. So you're sort of in Simone and where from where Simona and Elijah are, you're slightly south, so you would be the ne you'd have been the next closest, you know, that way. But yeah, you can, if you head back up to the north, northern quadrants of the city, you'd be back in touch with Elijah's house. Okay, so how, how long would that take on my stolen handsome? Well, you've pretty exhausted the horses. Uh, if you're going to run how them to kill them, then it takes about 25 minutes. 25 minutes, okay. And that's faster than me going at, at top speed. You at top speed will not tire. You would okay. probably be there in only a few minutes less. Uh, you know, a few minutes more rather. Yeah, you could. Let's say you'd get there in within half an hour with no problem, and all you would have to do is burn a single blood point because as long as you stay in that action of mo of celerity, you you keep going yeah. until you stop. Okay. Um, part of me wants to stay here, but you know, if there's a whole team of people, and I guess there's only one entrance and one exit. Um. Okay, I may be want to uh set up some kind of like a uh, home alone sort of situation so if somebody shows up while i'm here they will regret doing so okay um yeah so i'd like to maybe you know crack open my um my my toy chest and and get some liquids that that probably should not be mixed uh, and certainly not in contact with uh, skin, and sort of set those up. Um, and I guess I'd honestly like uh, it, it's silly, but Home Alone is probably the best uh, example. Oh, it's like a booby trap. Up, yep. Yeah, basically, it's a booby trap. The the stairs. So anybody of any sort of you know, even even kindred would take some damage from this. Okay, what do you have in intelligence and security combined? Security, good question. I don't know if I have much security. Um, I have nothing in security, That's okay. but I do have, I do have quite a bit in crafts, which I would see this as. Yeah, I could see it as craft as well. Either one would yeah. work. Yeah, crafts plus intelligence is six. Okay, go ahead and give me successes. Let's see how well or how high somebody would need to be viewing or heightened in order to avoid it. Just get a base of how safe and secure you've made you know you've made it feel for yourself. Okay, sixty ten. Okay, so one success, but it is critical. Yeah, that's that man. You that's not a role that I would see often. So you you've set something up. It should pass the muster for any human who's nosy, uh, and you, you feel confident, but. You've in the amount of time you've wasted, if you spent that time again, like another 15, 20 minutes, you 
I would go yeah. ahead and give you another level of success automatically and just say you've been able to really put the trip wire and hide it a little better or whatever concoction you've, you know, whatever rig you've come up with um, to do it quickly and just succinctly. It wasn't a great option. I You're a little skeptical. take a little more time. Yeah, no um, problem. So I'll double the success yeah. number. Yep. Yeah, and I'd probably, you know, maybe loosen a stair or, you know, try and get something under a stair. So like a human would definitely have a lot of problems if they're kindred. That's that's a little different. But I, if a kindred tries to come in here, I would absolutely like them to remember it and perhaps <laughs> be marked. No problem. So they can't get away with it. Yep. Think of like a blue dye pack, but instead of blue dye, it's some sort of like a silver acid. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, mercury or something like that, maybe even. Yeah, just something unpleasant and something that would absolutely, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay. You step back outside and the carriage door is ajar and sitting on the step is the young woman from the fire. It seems that you had someone in there the entire time. Hidden, but she took a ride with you. Oh, if it isn't the innocent lady, how are you this evening? And I'm going to bow deeply. She says, doing better than you. Had a vision this was going to happen here, too. We're a little early, though. Ah, any details you'd care to share? Where's the fun in that? And she steps up and starts to slowly walk away. And with that, we'll call it a night. I want to thank everybody for participating this evening and for all of our listeners at home. We from the Bardic College and especially Hellfire Knights appreciate you and appreciate you listening to our show. Please like, share, and subscribe to us. You know what to do. And the next time we'll find out exactly what happens to Ashenbrenner and the foretold attack upon his lair. Until then, good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to Hellfire Nights. You can like, share, and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. To help support our network of real play adventure shows, please visit us at patreon.com forward slash the Bardic College. And for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to behind the scenes reels, interviews with players and storytellers, and exclusive adventures featuring your favorite characters from our shows.